0: Here's something you'll really like Dave and Dave are like moose and squirrel Yeah, obviously Watch me pull a radio show out of my head And here he is, that master of misinformation, Mr. Know-it-all.
1: With hosts Dave Vincent and David Fink I think I shall know be sick
2: <laughs> Welcome back to Tucson, Arizona and the studios here for the radio cast My name is Dave Vincent alongside special guest Tracy Davis Hello No Dave Fink today been abducted.
3: He was abducted. I heard he was sent to
2: uh, Pittsburgh. Is that where he went? I, I mean, that's where people go when they get abducted. They do. That is right. They just That's correct. Alien spaceship drop Pittsburgh.
3: Right, because Pennsylvania has all those um, wide fields. I mean, that's why I'm not sure Limanon. <laughs> <laughs> the Village. always, they always make those movies. The Village. And Wayward Time. Pines. Wayward Pines. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorites,
2: actually. What brings you to Tucson?
3: Um, well, I'm in Tucson to celebrate my daughter's birthday. She turned 21 on Saturday, so I came in to celebrate the milestone and to see my baby girl. How old is she now? She's 21, so I guess baby girl is not what in the world the correct adjective? Nina. Nina. Was she named after? The... Um, she was named after Nina Simone. Her middle name is not Simone. However, I-, I wanted to throw in something of my own creation, so it's Nina Rosada.
2: Okay, all right. It's nice. Well, 21 years of age. I know. And she's in Tucson, Arizona. She still lives in Tucson. You yeah. live in Cali.
3: Yes, I moved to the Los Angeles area.
2: Now, I have there's like a rumor that you live near where Last Man on Earth is filmed.
3: Um, yes, I didn't know that until very recently. Um, I actually found that out from you. Um, when I oh, really? The, it was me that did yes, it. Yes, yes. You always provide me Highly with Highly
2: influential, facts. Mr. Vincent.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, you always provide me with little nuggets of interesting facts at, at times where I'm just like, oh, I wasn't even looking for that. But, but thanks. I appreciate that curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so I do live near that area, yes.
2: So you haven't seen Will Forte or anybody from the the staff there? No,
3: I haven't. No, I haven't seen any filming. I haven't even watched. um, I know of the show. I haven't watched any episodes, however.
2: So you don't watch that amount of TV, but you do have some interesting trivia and TV news that you're going to be passing along a little bit later on. Oh,
3: yeah, for sure. So um, you
2: watch some TV. I mean, you're physically fit. Yeah. But you're not to the point where you you deprive yourself of, of the real housewives or... Or Kim and Kanye.
3: No, no,
2: no, no, no. Oh, wow. A whole pitch of your voice changed.
3: No. I mean, you know, like, you know, a lot of people think, oh, my God, you always eat healthy. And that doesn't mean I don't like my In-N-Out burger or my potato chips. So same with TV viewing.
2: Okay. So today we're going to talk about those regular things that radio people talk about. (laughs)
3: Sure.
2: (laughs) Uh, Maybe some celebrity birthdays, news of the strange, some interesting facts I know that you are going to chat with us about. We're also going to talk about you. Oh, thank you. and some of what you you are doing as we continue the radio cast in lieu of Dave Fink not being here. We'll be right back in just a few shakes. stay close. we'll have
0: more right around the corner the WPH $200,000 Race for 8 Professional Handball Tour is back. Top handball players, qualifiers, senior 40-plus men and women's elite will participate alongside amateurs, age division, juniors and skill level players at multiple stops beginning in October of 2016, running through April of 17. From the simple green US Open of handball through Salt Lake City's Players Championship, The WPH Live TV film crew will be airing matches on ESPN3 and the Watch ESPN app with hopes you've come out and play or help promote this amazing game by sharing each event's broadcast schedule. To gather the full schedule, go to www.wphlive.tv and use your tabs. Select Elite Handball and then click the schedule, news, rankings, and more. Come join the WPH on the courts this season. Join 3 Wall Ball, World Players of Handball, World Outdoor Racquetball, the National Paddleball Association, and hosts the Stratosphere Hotel Tower Casino, plus title sponsor ProKinex, September 21st through the 25th for the biggest combined court sport event ever held. The Three Wall Ball Outdoor World Championships will combine the very best skilled juniors, age division, amateurs, pros, women, singles, and doubles players in racquetball, handball, and paddleball, all at one venue, all to air live on ESPN and the Watch ESPN app. Visit threewallball.com for more details about prize money, daily schedule of events, entry fees, and amazing hotel discounts at the Stratosphere in Las Vegas. We'll see you this September in Sin City.
3: You listening to the sports radio with hosts Dave and Dave from in-show interviews, the latest gossip, and upcoming schedule of events. Check us out at wphlive.tv
2: We are doing this radiocast today and we have a great guest. It's Tracy Davis filling in for the famous Dave Fink today who has just taken a couple days off and then we're going to have him on the next episode. I believe this is episode four. Forgot to say that, you know, they, they correct you immediately when you don't say the right things around here. But speaking of Vegas, you've been every single year, you've won trophies every year. I think you've got at least five yellow jerseys or six from Vegas alone, right? You've been there
3: six straight years. Yeah, I've been there since the inception, and, um, it's wonderful to see the, the tournament has grown. I mean, it's included all forms of, of wall ball in general, racquetball, paddleball. Big ball, small ball, handball, three wall. Now there's one wall, so you have a lot of one wall players coming in. It's pretty freaking cool. It is, actually. Very, very cool. I must say. It's very, very cool.
2: You know, what makes that tournament different than all the other ones? I mean, kids. I can go to tournaments, and they're fun. And then you go there, and... I don't know what it is, but when you're sitting on the floor and you're looking up at the tower, at the stratosphere, it's like the most amazing sight you've ever seen. And you're playing handball at the same time. What is it for you that does it?
3: Um, You know what? It's, it's playing handball on the Las Vegas Strip. I don't know if I could have ever imagined that that would be something I'd be able to do one day, like playing handball on the Strip. And then it's actually something that's come true. And so you're playing handball, and then when you're not playing your matches, you can go and in- enjoy yourself in all the amenities of Las Vegas. But then watching the handball itself, the handball itself is very exciting, as well as the racquetball. And I'm not a racquetball player, but I'll go and watch the racquetball matches, and I get very engrossed in those matches too. So it's, I think it's just the whole, it's an outdoor festival, you know, coming together, people from all over the place. And then you have Las Vegas. Like, Las Vegas is a hard act to beat, like, Oh my gosh! I'm playing handball, and maybe you didn't win your match, and you didn't win your tournament. But I'm also in Las Vegas, so mm, all right, I guess we just have to enjoy <laughs> like, Las Vegas.
2: How bad can it really yeah, be? Yeah, like oh my, like, God, my how life awful. is horrible.
3: Yes, I
2: hate playing handball.
3: Right, and I have to go catch that show. Oh, darn!
2: You have to catch a show and cash a check.
3: Exactly. Go to the casino. I think you're
2: one of the all-time great winners <laughs> in Las Vegas. The more I think about this, I think Dave and I were actually talking about those that had the most trophies. And I think you were right there with pretty much everybody when it came to that.
3: Oh, well, I I didn't even know that. Like, every year I go in and I'm just trying to think about that particular year. And, um, you know, I do like to build on the confidence of previous successes, but I know it's a new year. It's a new challenge, new competitors. So I always try to go in there and prepare for the new one. So I'm really not well versed on my own stats so I'm glad that it's you know Dave and Dave are there to, to keep up with the stats because <laughs> I feel there's a lot of players I'm not the only one there's a lot of players that I've talked to and I'm like I know their stats and they're like really and I'm like yeah and then you hit me with stats about myself and I'm like really so it's it's kind of epidemic yeah I mean we all need that's what we need more of we is do, stats we do we do because yeah. it's hard for the players to keep up with that I mean you know you look at any of the other sports the, you know Major League Baseball Basketball you know they know so much about themselves but you know they can go back and look at oh my gosh I didn't know I had that percentage when it came to this shot or this serve or playing this opponent you know that's kind of cool to know about yourself you're like oh okay that kind of adds some legitimacy to you know I can
2: remember all the wins that I've had but never a loss how come
3: that is (laughs) I don't know like I it's funny because I feel like I'm kind of here and there I I do remember quite a few losses though and people hit me with like a win and I'm like I won that but they'll hit me with like, oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I lost to that person. And I know the score and I know kind of I think back as to why I lost. And so yeah. one of
2: my favorites is when they come up to you and say, I beat you at a tournament one time. <laughs> and then you say, and I didn't quit playing. I mean, really?
3: Do you say that to yourself? Yeah, or do you say that like, to the nah, some, you
2: know me. I sometimes. sometimes I'll just say to yeah. the person, "So, so you beat me, and I'm still playing? How? Yeah. I mean, I don't quite understand that.
3: Oh yeah, I've I've quit a hundred. I've times. seen
2: you drive.
3: Yes, I've
2: seen how clean your room is. You beat me, really. Right. What right. tournament was that? Right. Not like I'm an elitist or anything. Okay, so back to Vegas. It's September 21st through the 25th, and really the handball portion starts on the 22nd, and it's going to be really cool this year. They they have paddleball, which you, you didn't bring up earlier, but paddleball, racquetball, handball, there's three wall there's one wall they're gonna build four one wall courts this year four. so it's getting
3: bigger Wow.
2: and you know I mean you're simply what the greatest one wall player <laughs> to ever play the game so you must like that aspect
3: I do very much I love one wall I miss it I miss it. I can't play it as regularly as I can but you know I played it recently in the crossover and you know I didn't realize how much I missed it so I got back like, on the court and I was like oh my gosh like it never really went away like I that is the least um that, that coat of handball is what I play the least um, especially moving out west, but still, it's just like I get back on the court and I'm like I remember all the things that I know I can do. And then if I if I miss like two weeks in a four court, it's like I would never played four before.
2: Yeah, isn't it strange <laughs> though? In New York, when you played there, you didn't play a lot of big ball. No. But when you've come out west, also in Vegas, you play a lot of big, ball. almost exclusively in a lot of ways. Exclusively. And how do you how do you like that? we call it big ball but now it's starting to transition to the term wall ball. wall ball how are you enjoying that aspect of your career late in your career starting to play wall ball which I don't think you ever thought you'd do no
3: no and it's funny because when I started playing handball in the beginning it was with the big ball with the wall ball and then I transitioned to, to small ball and then now later in my career I'm, I'm transitioning back again to, to wall ball and I like it I like it I don't really switch my style too much as far as the swing and, and my footwork and so forth it's more the timing like I'm still moving too far Back from the ball when I could be stepping in more because I'm still like kind of waiting for the timing of like oh I need to have more room to step in step back and step back in like in a small mall so I'm um, just that little bit of a of a adjustment but otherwise I'm having a lot of fun like I found a really cool park um a few miles from where I live and I've been playing there on Sundays and you know I actually ran into a player who um, the Natali brothers oh yeah Anthony Natali his brother lives out in California so I ran into him at LA fitness and he told me about this park and I've been playing there ever since and I've seen them Sundays. And I'm just having a blast playing out there with the big ball players. So it's, yeah, it's fun. Crazy. Yeah, it's just fun. I think, is it Steve Natale? Anthony Natale. Okay, so Anthony... Uh, Anthony's out in California. And then Steve and... Oh my gosh, I forget the Tom? other one his name. Tom. Yeah. They're still here in Tucson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, th- that's it's just an interesting aspect because all the things that you really like about the sport, the small ball, the, the big ball or the wall ball, as they call it now, three wall, four wall, one wall, all the things that you play is really kind of being played in vegas yeah. minus the four wall yeah and then you get to see all of your friends travel from all over and then oh. there's a lot of i've noticed out of country Best part participants we had argentina oh, a few yeah. years back we have the uh the uh australia that comes in you Canada england a few years ago you had yeah. some
3: english players coming yeah in.
2: daniel grant came yes. in. and, and Irish those players. guys coming in from alaska that's like a foreign country yeah uh sorry do but, people
3: know that Alaska is a state? Yeah, well,
2: some. I, the, those <laughs> listening to this broadcast, probably not. Let's just be honest about that. Do you remember at, Sarah Palin? <laughs> September 21st through the 25th, you can actually enter online at r2sports.com. And I know you go there. It's like one of my homepages. Also, wphlive.tv. You can find all the information there. And then Three Wall Ball actually has her own website. So you can get everybody's information racquetball, paddleball, handball at the number three wallball.com and just you know search around use your tabs because they have hotel discounts at the Stratosphere Uh, nightly specials remember a few years ago and it seems like it kicked off then and it happens every year they have ladies night pool parties and we don't always get to attend all of those but when we do, we come back with stories that we can't tell because we're not there anymore.
3: Oh, yeah. And it's nice that those things are available because, I mean, you know, when you do have downtime, at least for me, there's times I had downtime, I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I want to do something else. Like, I've been in the courts all day. What else is there to do? And it's Vegas, so you know that there's a ton of things to do. I know. But it's also one of those things that people need to be spoon-fed. Like, here's some things to do. Here's a list of things to do. Like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I couldn't have just looked down the ship and seen (laughs) a whole bunch of things to do. Right, exactly. I mean...
2: Yeah, but it's looming there. You look down the strip and you say, I know I can get into some serious trouble, but I have to play at nine o'clock.
3: Exactly. Exactly. I I find it
2: funny that the first few years, uh, people would always say, it's so hot at four o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon. And then you would put them on at 11 o'clock at night and they would be so mad at you. Yeah. Or you put them on first thing in the morning and they'd be so mad at you. It's like, well, what is the option here? Right. You either play at 10 in the morning or at, you know, when it's cool at 11 o'clock at night. Right. Other than that, it's going to be 100 degrees. Get ready oh, yeah. for that. Okay. How do you deal with the heat? How do you deal with the heat and prepare your body for that?
3: Um, well, the one way that I know to do it is to actually train in the outdoors. train in the kind of climate that you're going to be playing in. It's tough to do that because not a lot of people live in that kind of climate. I mean, if you live in Vegas, cool. But I don't think Vegas has any outdoor courts. I mean, the courts are set up on site for the tournament days. Um, But um, where I live now in in the LA area, um, Pasadena, Arcadia area, it has been at least 100 degrees every day. And I've been playing out on those Sundays and feeling like death is knocking on my door. And I'm like, no, this is like fortifying me for that Vegas heat. So I'm actually training outdoors and just getting acclimated to that hydrate, 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 you know, making sure I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables that have water and then just drinking water constantly and then when I feel tired, when I need that break, I need that rest, I take it. I don't think I'm superhuman that I'm like, oh, this heat's not going to hit me because it can affect anyone no matter how, you know, fit you are and and how much you, you know, you hydrate. It can affect anyone. So taking my breaks when I need to, but then just going out there and playing hard when I need to and, you know, just sunscreen, hats, cover up, just, you know, just trying to do all the things that accessorize. Like you Do? Oh yeah. Yeah. All the time. But
2: you know, I've noticed that when the weather changes, eating habits also change. And I I can't really quite understand why but what your body is going through when that happens. But as soon as you get to Vegas, your whole life changes when it comes to a lot of things. I mean obviously you've got all this stuff going on in the background. How how do you manage your eating? when you go to a place like Vegas, what, what do you put in your body? And are you con- conscious of this? Because I know that you're one of the most physically fit people that oh. we have on tour.
3: Oh yeah, I'm always conscious. Even when I travel, I know a lot of people say, oh, when you travel you kind of have to be at the whims of where you're at but, you know, there's still a lot of healthy options to look for, you know. Um, I try to stay, you know, with a lot of carbs so healthy carbs too. So like I'll eat like wheat or I'll eat like vegetables like some sweet potatoes and you know, um, rice and just eating like watermelons or just melons in general are really good with that for hydration drinking a lot of water and um like i said when you have some shade find it find it stay in the shade get out of the sun and then when you need to be in the sun that's when you deal with it but there's no need to be hanging out in the sun all day and then you have a match
2: that's september 21st through the 25th las vegas it's the three wall ball outdoor world racquetball handball paddleball championships tracy's going to be there and speaking of eating habits <laughs> andrew norelli has a little bit of stand-up hilarity for us and he's going to talk about eating habits right now.
0: I've even had the easiest jobs and still they drove me nuts I used to deliver pizzas even that was frustrating because sometimes people would forget they ordered a pizza yeah and they'd get to the door and you'd be like how did you forget? Look at you What? you're in your boxers, your place is a mess, you're high if I were you I would just always assume I just ordered a pizza <laughs> just look around, you gotta know one's coming My friends to this day will still ask me, too. They'll be like, well, did women ever invite you in? I was 19 and made $6 an hour. Yes, it was an avalanche of hot sex aroma. Roma. Yes, oh, man. As soon as I saw the Papa John's hat, the clothes came right off. That was it. It was just...
3: It's the radio cast with hosts Dave Vincent and David Fink at WPHlive.tv. Feel,
1: feel their
2: boss. We are back with the radio cast here from Tucson, Arizona. Dave Vincent alongside Tracy Davis filling in for Dave Fink. A few random facts for you today brought to you by Tracy Davis.
3: Thank you very much, Dave Vincent. And so right now, um, here's something that I think a lot of people don't know. Um, that Teddy Roosevelt, um, at 42 years old, he took over the presidency from William McKinley after McKinley was assassinated. And um, that makes him the youngest president ever. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think a lot of people assumed it was JFK. JFK was 43 when he was elected to ah, office. that was it. That's yeah. right. So that one year difference, I can see how. And plus... Um,
2: he wasn't an elected president. He was given the presidency after the right. unfortunate
3: passing. Of Mr. McKinley, yeah, President okay. McKinley. Um, and plus, I, I want to say, when you look at pictures of Roosevelt and JFK, Roosevelt, I mean, I mean JFK <laughs> looks young. Really young. And Roosevelt looks like he was... Obama looked young too He did <laughs> Clearly the presidency is not good for anyone's aging um, what,
2: what, What's interesting fact number two today?
3: Number two um, That Samsung We know them today as a huge electronic You know, technology company But when they started in 1938 They were a noodle company A, 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 a what? Noodles They
2: made noodles Noodles Samsung Samsung Started yeah, that a noodle sounds right. company Yeah Yeah Okay, I mean, noodle company Samsung makes noodles can you hear me now? No, yes. I'm just... <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, Where did you research these facts
3: from? This is just you pulling stuff off the net. Pulling stuff off the net because <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I like to look up information because I feel one day I'm going to end up on Jeopardy.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so I'm just going to be like, I already know this, man.
2: I would end up there probably one day,
3: as like somebody cleaning the set. He's like, Here Windex. I am. Yeah. You're too much, Dave. Um, Another interesting fact, um, for one hour out of a year, this is this blew my mind when I saw this. Um, it's the same time in Oregon as it is in Florida. For one hour okay, out of a year. Okay, I'm from
2: Oregon. I've never heard that before. Yeah. So That's news, no
3: way. That is interesting, yeah. Explain. Oh, absolutely, gladly. Um, parts of eastern Oregon are on mountain time and parts of Florida panhandle are on central time. Uh uh-uh. uh. So when you look at the the okay yeah I guess zones, so Eastern
2: Oregon would be on Mountain okay
3: right so there's that you know those little changes and so when Western Florida sets the clock back from two a.m. to one a.m. in the fall it's also one a.m. in Eastern Oregon.
2: What about Central Time and we just jump right over Central Time then I you know sometimes and and we're in a strange you know like state here you lived in Arizona yes. for a while just down the street in fact. And you recall just how crazy it was, where we would be in a different time zone, and then Northern Arizona is in a different—they call it Arizona time, right? Very strange. Very strange, and we
3: didn't set the clocks back here. No, you just left them where they were. It stayed as it was. But then, like you know, I'd call family back in New York, and it would be a three-hour time difference if I called in July. But then in November, it'd be a two-hour time difference. Right. But I didn't change the clock. But then you went to California. Right now, California, Arizona, are the same time zone. But in November, it'll be an hour um, behind in California than it is in Arizona. Yeah,
2: and I always notice that people would talk to you like you're some complete idiot when you would say this. Thing. Well, you, you never have to change your clocks back, right. which is true. And I, and I dig that portion of everything. Right. But what, what I d- don't dig is the fact that because you don't have to change your clocks, nobody from any of the other sites the left coast or the or the right coast would ever tell you that it was their daylight savings or a forward or back so you're oblivious to that news right you're watching local news you're you're listening to local programs they don't say today's the day that we recognize springing forward and falling back or falling back exactly but since we're in arizona we don't do that so then you don't know what happens no so they say conference call tomorrow at two o'clock november 22nd and then you find out Oh yeah, that's really gonna be. Uh, that was like an hour ago. Exactly, I missed it
3: exactly. And I already have issues with um, lateness, so people are like, "See, uh, once see. again, Tracy <laughs> can't believe her." No, <laughs> me. <laughs> um. So that was that was a, a little interesting. Um, that was something I had to like sit back and chew for a little bit. Um. Oh, here's another interesting fact, especially that we're going to be um looking at the Summer Games starting on Friday, right? The opening ceremony is on August 5th. Yeah, it's like right here. It's yeah, yeah. a couple of days from now. Um so even though this, the Soviet Union has not competed in the Summer Olympics in over 20 years. Didn't know it. I did, I would not have known that. I automatically assume that Russia is right there in the Summer. So the Summer Olympics of all of all things. And um but still it has the overall um second all-time medal count. So, um, the U.S. has the most with 2,399 medals. The Soviet Union has 1,010. Um, Great Britain is third with 780 medals.
2: I, I wouldn't have guessed that taking a 20 year hiatus would have done that to them. But yeah. I guess, are they stronger with the Winter Olympics? No?
3: Um, I would think so. But I feel like Russia is, their, their climate is more of a cold climate. 20 overall. years off,
2: okay? And they still lead. The pack, but then again, if you look at the landmass of Russia, it's pretty darn big. It's
3: huge. Yeah, so it's I guess huge. that
2: kind of, you know, they must have had a huge lead. But then again, they want to keep that lead, and they had all that doping issues, so they had to get
3: banned. And yeah, and I believe that they're going to also be banned from the Summer Games as well. So it's it's sad because I know, um, you know, despite whatever you know, um competition and rivalry between the U.S. and the Soviet Union, the Soviet Union athletes, I mean, they bring it. So yeah, that's true. You know, um, and uh, another interesting fact is, Cher is one of the background singers for the Righteous Brothers. You've lost that loving feeling. I didn't know that. I and wouldn't I, have known that either. I was in
2: radio a couple of years. Never played that song a thousand times.
3: Yeah. And how would you know that? She, like, like now I'm going to listen to that song again. And, and try totally. to hear her voice
2: Yeah totally now yeah. Bill Medley and Bobby Hatfield That makes up the Righteous Brothers right. Never knew that Cher was an original singer in the background
3: Yeah and then you know what But there's a lot of that in the music industry too There's a lot of like songs that you wouldn't think A high profile singer would provide the background music for it And then they do And then it's like they don't get the credit But it's kind of like maybe they didn't want to anyway They just wanted to contribute So I didn't
2: know that well, those were the five interesting facts from Tracy Davis. Just random. In here for an interview and we put you to work. I okay. mean, that's not even normal.
3: Oh, no. I mean, I was I gladly wanted to contribute some information like, "Hey, educate the world." <laughs> educate the <laughs> world.
2: Tom Brady turning 39 today.
3: Oh my god. You know that? No he's it not. And he's still playing.
2: Still well, first well. four games banned, but then after that. Yeah. Wonder how it feels to have birthday sex with one of the prettiest people in the world you Wow! Know, you know i should ask gazelle I'm <laughs> just joking. what the gazelle that's <laughs> his wife i know As i say I know. gazelle is it Giselle?
3: i don't even know what? i wouldn't even attempt to pronounce her name you said gazelle i said gazelle because i was like is that how it's pronounced is it Giselle? i don't know or gazelle she's i was trying
2: Giselle. to be ironic but it really came off that i was <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we need to embrace mr vincent's sexuality i think yes
3: gazelles are exotic <laughs> Giselle. long-legged creatures Giselle,
2: Giselle. Yeah, Giselle. but I know that he's 39. I heard that on the way to work today. Wow. Jimmy Fallon is going to host the Golden Globes oh. next year.
3: Very nice. I like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, he's good. Uh, he's very good.
2: Liked him when he was on SNL. They The network has allotted an extra hour to the broadcast just to allow him to giggle like he oh, does when yeah. he does his monologue.
3: Oh, yeah. He loves the giggle.
2: I know you have news on this, but Tony Bennett is... Is ninety today?
3: Wow, ninety years old.
2: Ninety. Ninety years young, and yeah. I know that him and Lady Gaga had a CD
3: out recently that was yeah. pretty good. Very good. I actually have the CD. Very good music. They actually make a really good, uh, really good duet. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think people wouldn't probably wouldn't think Lady Gaga would, but she she can she has a classical type voice. She can sing that kind of music. Lounge music, yeah. When she first
2: came out, I thought it was more like she was more like Madonna, in the sense, but then she's theatrical, so it kind of changes things just a bit. You're from New York, she's from New York. Mm -hmm. I I, did ever cross paths. No, you'd have to like say, I was at a concert or I,
3: no, I can't even. The first time I heard of her was she did that video, um. Let's Dance or something like that Or Dance or something and, and I liked the video And I liked the song And that was the first I've heard of her But yeah I wish I could say She's like a really cool person Not to just be like A hanger on, But seems really cool She kind of does huh Yeah Yeah
2: Talented Ultra talented ultra Writes her talented. own stuff Sings amazing She's actually yeah. a great actress too Oh she's very good yeah. Yeah. Speaking of you know Good actors Strange movie roles I read this today That Channing Tatum Will play the mermaid In the remake of Splash no is that a true story or am I just making that up I'm really honestly I'm telling you the truth I did hear that today
3: I'm gonna do some research on my own as well I mean I believe you but gosh that's that is news from the left field I wouldn't have thought that I mean filming hasn't even started yet and the film already sucks oh my god I (laughs) I mean yeah that is a stretch I mean who's yeah I'm kind of a little I mean with the whole remake thing they're remaking everything now I'm kind of like is Hollywood out of original ideas yeah.
2: I'm, maybe that is an original idea in a, in a lot of ways. Let's have a guy play the mermaid.
3: True. That is that is original. Remember Daryl
2: Hannah played the original mermaid right. years ago. And, and Tom Hanks. And, and then oh, I love Tom Hanks. Steve Martin was in that film as well. Montel Williams is back in the news. He got busted in Germany for trying to carry uh, marijuana onto a plane. What? Is uh, it I me- guess the German officials did not take well to him you know doping or having drugs on him
3: is is, is um is marijuana legal in germany
2: it, yeah it's illegal oh. wait so I, let me get this straight in germany pot is a no-no but listening to hasselhoff is a good thing it, it i mean priorities priorities you're that close to amsterdam i guess that's a i guess that's a no so next time you're flying to germany keep that that magic pen or whatever you use to conceal your water bottle, leave them home. Leave yeah. them in the bags. Exactly. Tell me about that news about Donald Trump and the and the crying baby. Do you
3: do you I, have anything on that? I um I saw um on Facebook I saw a clip of it, and at first I wasn't sure if it was like some sort of like secret audio, secret video, but no, he was live in front of the crowd, and the crowd kind of giggled along with him like oh it's a crying baby blah, blah. and then a few minutes later he was just kind of like oh she thought I was serious I I, I want <laughs> you to get that baby out of here and I was just like what and the audience still laughed and went along with him and I'm just like do the people even know in the audience they don't even know what's going on here like do what, what are they really thinking about this individual like politics aside I don't care that he's a republican I don't care about anything and I guess I'm putting myself out there my political views quote unquote but he is not fit to hold office of the United States of America. A lot of people could say, well, Hillary Clinton doesn't either. But you know what? If I were an employer and I had these two candidates sitting down and they were interviewing for this job, I would give it to Hillary Clinton based on her qualifications.
2: It's a confusing time, I think. It's a very confusing time. It really is. I mean, he interesting. Every day there's part of this Trump circus that pops out and you kind of have to think to yourself... What in the hell is going on here? I feel like it's part of Narnia.
3: Right. Since
2: we're talking about movies, I mean.
3: Is this so he tells
2: the he tells the mom it's okay, and I actually thought what he said to the mom was great. Right. It's okay, you know, having a baby is a good thing, and everyone clapped and it was. Then he, no, I'm just joking. Get her, get the kid out of here. Right. It's like, I mean, and though I do have to say, I do agree that you probably shouldn't bring a baby. To a rally, I mean, it's really loud. It's probably not the place for a baby, but right. the way he handled everything was just so strange. I, I was kind of expecting him to pick the baby up, coddle it with those little <laughs> tiny hands of his. And <laughs> I, I was thinking that that's how it was going to go, you know, but it right. didn't work out that way. No. You know, maybe tell I, I think he actually did say to the security, could you please remove this baby? Unfortunately, though, for him, the security tried to remove him from the podium. Yeah. It's it's been a crazy uh, ordeal. This is, in I the United mean, States.
3: I don't know how long I'll live, but I can certainly look back on this and say this is one of the craziest election years ever. That ever created ever? I mean, I'm I'm gonna research. Obviously, I like to research stuff. Um, I'm gonna look back and see if there's any other elections. There was that were a this time. Crazy. There
2: was a time back in the.
3: Maybe during the McCarthy era, era I can see that there was probably there was some the, craziness. Kind then. of the
2: pre Ronald Reagan eras, uh-huh. I mean, we had Walter Mondale and Nixon. Yeah, there's some stuff happening there that was pretty nuts. But I don't know if it even comes close to the circus show that right. that Trump is putting on now. This
3: is so cartoony. It's cartoony. That's what's scary.
2: Get off the subject because it's making me really tremble. I have that I twitch. I did not have a twitch in my eye for two years. It just happened today.
3: I just want to shout out to all my handball my friends in Canada, Grant Jennings, Lisa Frazier. You're
2: going to be visiting them soon when um, uh, Trump becomes president.
3: You know, we'll see what happens in November. <laughs> like, I have my passport renewed. Ready um, to go. You know, we'll just see what happens.
1: Whether it's live filming, the race for eight professional tour, junior handball development, coaching, and mentoring, or event planning, the world players of handball has you covered. The WPH live TV crew is sinking the time, effort, and energy into growing the game of handball on a grassroots level with a focus on mass media attention. Since 2014, the WPH has aired over 20 tournaments on ESPN, and the upcoming season will also be filmed on the network. Junior WPH's As the WPH has a full time development director and coach on staff, and a department of instructors that will train, mentor, teach, and introduce handball to over 5,000 new recruits and junior athletes before year's end. Thank you for assisting the group that sees a very bright future for the game of handball. Without your donations and membership support, the WPH would not be where they are today. The WPH is a 501c3 nonprofit foundation. Please encourage others in your area to support, donate, volunteer, and give. Visit the WPH website at wphlive.tv or go to thehandballstore.com to purchase your player's card membership.
0: The WPH $200,000 race for 8 Professional Handball Tour is back. Top handball players, qualifiers, senior 40-plus men and women's elite will participate alongside amateurs,
2: age division, juniors and skill-level players at multiple stops, beginning in October of 2016, running through April of 17, From the simple green US Open
0: of handball through Salt Lake City's Players' Championship. The WPH Live TV film crew will be airing matches on ESPN3 and the Watch ESPN app with hopes you come out and play or help promote this amazing game by sharing each event's broadcast schedule. To gather the full schedule, go to www.wphlive.tv and use your tabs. Select Elite Handball and then click the schedule, news, rankings and more. Come join the WPH on the
2: courts this season. We are back. It's the radio cast with Dave and Dave filling in for the other Dave. It is Tracy Davis.
3: Uh, Hello. How? How? How?
2: (laughs) Why is it so dark in here? Um, someone turn on the light. I turned off the lights, but I turned on the lights and the secondary lights did not make the first turning off of the lights seem like it was an appropriate thing to do. So we're basically in the dark interesting move on my part i, I do want to <laughs> just point out it was me i did it my fault when will dave think be back light bill um I don't you know much about dave he went to pittsburgh to run a he tournament to we haven't seen him for a month he just he stayed there
3: <laughs> i um ate that apple that was on his desk oh you <sighs> did didn't you oh darn
2: that's good is he mad about that he's gonna be mad about that. <laughs> it's
3: I mean, it was that or it was going to rot. I mean, who knows when he's coming back. I figured I was saving it from going to waste. Good move. Good move.
2: Researchers made a temporary tattoo that can tell how drunk you are. Really? <laughs> I got that <laughs> off the AP wire today.
3: So do they put the tattoo on before a person goes out drinking? or It's a
2: temporary tattoo. You stick it on a person and then the tattoo will, Yeah, I guess it's like a mood ring. Yeah. Why don't they just make a mood ring that would work like that? Oh, it's a that
3: would be awesome.
2: Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Anyway, yeah, cool. I heard they made that. How it works is if you believe that a tattoo can actually tell if you're drunk, you're probably drunk. I mean, if you're one of those people that believe in that, then it's probably true.
3: It's true. Also,
2: there's a new study out that says that a trampoline uh, are causing injuries. That's not a new study.
3: I I can see that a mile away.
2: Yeah, it's true. They cause injuries. Hilarious hilarious injuries
3: oh my gosh they're the kind of injuries where you see someone hop up and fall down in the worst way and you don't want to laugh because you realize that that injury is going to be serious but man the way they land is just
2: (laughs) trampolines and cats are the sole reason why i go to youtube for one reason and stay there for four hours
3: four hours of time wasted i'm researching researching yes thank
2: you trampolines and cats not letting me down Oh my goodness. I know that you have some showbiz entertainment.:
3: I do. Um, so um, there's a video of uh, vanilla ice flipping out an attendant and another traveler because he was at Atlanta International Airport yesterday, and even though he was part, he was seated near his gate, he still missed his flight.: I've done that. I've done that too.
2: Um, but you and I are kind of flighty. We'll like we can start talking to somebody and say, "Forget this trip. We're going to go." Exactly. This is the direction we're
3: going in. Exactly. Today. And it's like, oh, I missed a flight. What's one flight? You can always rebook me. So, what did Vanilla do? Did he get upset or? Yeah, he was very upset. Um, he started flipping out at um, the the gate attendant and another traveler, and then someone recorded it, posted oh, so it on, okay. on YouTube.
2: I was thinking it was one of those Facebook Live things that. Okay, so this has all been documented.
3: It's all been documented. And that's the thing with, with, especially as a celebrity, I mean, regardless of what people think about his celebrity status, once you've had 15 minutes of fame, you're kind of always going to be out there in the radar. And so, you know, he's flipping out at the um, flight employees and, and another traveler, and then they recorded him and posted it on, online. Tracy,
2: you've traveled
3: the whole country. That's one of the great things about
2: handball. And you've Love been it. in these scenarios. I yes. mean, it's it's not great to be in the scenario of being at a gate and having your plane or your door shut and then the plane leave. And right. you are and there's nothing wrong with you. You're right. not hungover. Right. You're not asleep. No. You're totally engaged. You're laughing at cats and trampoline videos on YouTube. And you look up and your plane's gone.
3: Right. And you see, you're like, wait a minute. What? Are, what? And but you get What there. I was trying to
2: do was wait for this plane. Exactly. But... Going to handball tournaments, its is it a distraction to you or is it focus time? How, how do you put those in their own compartments? Because I know that y- you love to see your friends. And I also know that you are very competitive, but you do it in your own way. You know, I mean, you obviously have won tons of titles. Um, Did you and roll I can your see eyes why there the plane? Go? I can see why the plane. Yeah, I kind of rolled my eyes. I'll be honest. <laughs> because so I was thinking about this. I. <laughs> If I were the flight attendants with your carry on of all the hardware that you bring onto the plane, I'd see why they closed the the door a little early. So you go on these tournaments. How do you how do you discern between I'm going to go here to win and I'm going to go here to socialize? And then how are you successful doing both? Because I I can't do it. I could either do one or the other. I can't do both.
3: You know, it took me a while to to be able to find that balance. Um, early on, you know, when I, I played in New York and. You know, the first few years in New York, I was able to get my focus and just focus on winning and not so much on socializing. When I traveled, it was all about socializing. And then I realized, you know, I got to start getting serious about this. And so now when I travel, it is about, you know, trying to play my best and doing what I need to do to play my best. But then I also, when I have the moments to sit down and chill with the people that I like and like interacting with, I just do it because I know it's not just about the winning. Um, it's also about the people that are there. And long after the titles and the accolades are gone, it'll still be about the people. Um, so what I just try to do is when it's time to focus and play on the court, that's what I'm all about. And then when it's time to, to socialize and interact with people, then I'm about that. And, you know, especially the... the that crucial moment happens when Let's say I'm getting ready for a tournament For a match And someone wants to come up and start chatting I'll let them know right away um, I'm getting ready to play a match And I walk away from them And so 10, 15, 15 years ago I would be that person that's like Okay, this person wants to talk to me I'll let them talk to me And then not realizing how much that's going to affect my match Now I'm like, nah, it's, it's all business right now Catch me on, on the rebound I can't do this Okay, this moment, so Vanilla
2: so. Ice he, he misses his plane And he just flips out and gets yeah. crazy What do you do? Do you get upset?
3: Um, I get annoyed and I get annoyed at myself because it's like, come on, you were right here at your gate. You knew what time it was leaving. All you had to do is check and check. And you know, there's times where I would do checking every 10 minutes, like, oh my gosh, okay, it's, I got 10 more minutes. And then I'll get engrossed in something. And then it's that lapse that I'll end up missing a flight sitting at my gate. So I just get annoyed at myself. And then the next thing I go into problem solving mode, which is like, okay, what can I do now? What's the next flight that I can get on? You know how can we recruit this? So. I'm
2: kind of wondering what Vanilla Ice was actually flying to that he had to go. I mean, I know I he know. wasn't going to a concert.
3: Right. I, I mean, mean his own concert that. Yeah. He's He'd be on a private
2: yeah, jet. He's, he's not the one performing. I'll, no. I would tell you that right now. No. But how are you able, and I've noticed this about you specifically, and I would say you and Robert Sostry <laughs> actually have this in common. You don't get upset on the handball court much. I mean, I've only seen you, you know, be like fiery maybe twice (laughs) and I'm like I really admire that because I've seen you get some really bad calls called against you I mean really bad that would be enough to you know create havoc make vanilla ice flip out yeah (laughs) but but not like
3: ice you you handle it like ice how does that happen um it's funny because when I first started out I, I was that person that would get angry a lot and I think what helped me was, um, you know, I had some some mentors and some coaches in the early beginning that told me that, you know, that's going to hurt my performance. And when I didn't believe them and I'd get back on the court and play with that anger and focusing on this bad call or how my opponent is, is conducting themselves, I noticed how it affected my game. So that was right there. That was proof in the pudding for me. So knowing that as a fact for me. I realized that I can't let that interfere with me, so I just really, foc- I really got into like the system of developing my mental um, capacity on the court, so that all those external forces minimizing them as much as possible. Of course, I'm like anyone else. There's things that do affect me, but um, one of the things I try not to let affect me is if it's a bad call, if my opponent is acting in a certain way. Just go in there and perform and do what I need to do.
2: That's a pretty amazing perspective. I've always kind of wondered how to get over it myself, you know, because, you know, just one little tiny thing will flip you out. Oh, yeah. We saw a couple of the pro players this last season have some issues. Amando Ortiz, where he was leading in a match and then he gets upset at the referee very late in a game where he could be up 15 or 14 to 2. You know, one more to go. And then all of a sudden just kind of lets it go. Right. And I think what happens is we as competitors build up a lot of uh, you know, anxiety that's inside. And even though the sport itself
3: lets loose of a lot of that anxiety, sometimes it just doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. It it can build. It just kind of sits there and settles and festers. And so, I mean, I I think a good uh, one of the things that works for me is letting it go immediately. You know, if the referee, you know, if I thought it was a block and the referee didn't call it and it caused me to miss a shot. My immediate thing, instead of thinking about, oh, the ref should have called the shot. My next thing is like, you know what? I need to hit a better shot next time that it won't be an issue of of a call of it could have been a block or not. It, it'll be clearly I won because of that shot, that rally. You know what yeah. I mean? If that makes sense.
2: That's a good perspective. Yeah. And how accurate was I right. about Robert Softry?
3: Right. Oh, he's <laughs> very accurate. I played mixed doubles with him a few times, and like literally, there were a whole bunch of things going on, and he and I were just cool as cucumbers. It would be a timeout. We were over there talking to each other about what we need to do, and that is what kept our... Their... Because Thinking about all the other teams that were in that tournament, we weren't, like, top five. But we made it to, like, the semifinals, beating a lot of those teams because we kept our composure. Whereas the other teams were, like, arguing, getting upset about a call or a certain shot or this didn't go their way. We were just like, okay, on to the next one. Well, Robert Sostry handles, you know, talking to the referee in a match,
2: (laughs) much like he handles answering an email when you get a hold of him. I mean, (laughs) this guy is like, maybe it's just me. I mean, you got to the point where you actually played a match with him. That's, right. but I don't know how you guys do that. That's one thing I was, I was interested in. What what else is happening in the entertainment news that we need to know about?
3: Um, so um, I want to say about a month ago, a little over a month ago, um, the tragic story about actor Alton Yel- Yelchin. Yeah, he's in the um, the Star Star Trek reboot yeah. re- reboot movies. Heard about um, that? Yeah, he was killed in his driveway. His car rolled back on him and pinned him against his gate and crashed him to death, which is a really like terrible way to die on top of the fact that it was just so sudden and just so tragic. Um, so, you know, um, apparently the vehicle in question was also um, called in for some recalls. It had some mechanical issues with the, with the gear shift. And so um, his parents have filed a wrongful death suit against the car manufacturer. Um, and the attorney attorney for the family says that they did receive a recall notice for the vehicle, but they received it seven days after his death. Oh my God. Yeah, that's uh, Talk about timing
2: That's the worst timing
3: Yeah, very much so I heard about this
2: And I've I've seen other actors on TV talk about it And how yeah. deeply saddened they were But, yeah. um, you know, it's just tragic Anytime you hear of a loss like that
3: Oh, yeah, it's so young Like, you know, especially sudden And a young person, healthy, priming their life You know, um, I mean, what can you say? It's, it's just one of those things that you, you really Are not going to find an answer for So
2: yeah. You know, it's the, having a loss. Is, is It's tough to gather because, you know, we've been the only thing that we know in life is living. Yeah. And so this is the one thing that people just cannot process. You can have a good perspective on it.
3: You, uh, can. you can have
2: a good spiritual belief about of it and course. be very positive And of that course. person people come to because you're strong because of it. But deep down, you're just stuffing a lot of the real feelings that are out there. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, I I haven't quite understood how to how to figure it all out myself. No. Yeah, I'm trying to discern it every single day. I think about it. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's that's sad news. What else do you have on your little ticker?
3: Um, so Winona Ryder, um she was a huge hit um, in the 90s. She's was an yeah. actress. She was packing every movie. Um, and so in 2001, she was arrested for shoplifting. And um, she did a, a recent interview. And um, she's actually in the midst of a comeback, if you will. She's on a Netflix series called Stranger Things, which I've watched a few episodes. Very good. Really? Very good. I haven't good. watched it. Oh, it's so good. It's very, very good. Um, and so she did an interview recently. And she said that that shoplifting arrest in 2001 was actually a good thing for her because um it allowed her to take a break. And so um she said that psychologically she must have been in the place where she wanted to stop. And that it that that arrest allowed her to give her the it allowed her the time that she really needed to take a break from what was going on with her life and with Hollywood and I guess the pressures of being a celebrity and, and you know being an actress and, and during that time. So
2: kinda of hoping that some of that you know that wisdom that she has there will actually you know kind of through osmosis and your story helped me because I mean have you looked at these new <laughs> shoes I'm wearing yeah? Very. it might actually it might actually help out a little bit
3: are you saying that you need to go shoplifting for some new shoes <laughs> yeah,
2: I need to go shoplifting for some new shoes <laughs> I need a break from this they look Excuse good me. already yeah yeah they're, they're fine but
3: you no I actually I like your shoes I like your shoes oh thank you yeah
2: okay you're you're getting to the point now where you find a writer, uh and her acting good Yeah Which means You're getting up there in age And yeah, I don't You I, know and You and can't I remember, talk about
3: That I remember People are like We who And I'm like I remember You're her telling me What year she was, what what year
2: she was, was popular As yeah. if I didn't know Yeah, she, she had some 80s stuff Out there too But let me tell you I, I know you can't ask a, a woman what her age is But you're 30
3: I, I turned nah, 30 I turned 39 seven. this year So I'm the same okay. age As Tom Brady You are Yeah and he's still kicking butt as a quarterback, right?
2: Minus the first four games.
3: Right. Minus the first four games and the whole ball gate, deflate, the deflate gate, gate yeah.
2: and so on and so how, forth. How do you continue to keep, and are you going to continue to keep playing handball
3: at the age of 40? Um, and- you know, yeah. I mean, this year, I, I have tournaments lined up that I'm going to compete in. You know, I'm going to compete um, Hopefully in the 3 more Nationals in, in September, definitely in Vegas, definitely at the Super Green US Open, and then at the WPH Pro Stops throughout the season. So I'm really just taking it one tournament at a time. And um, I feel like at this point, I mean, sure, I'd love to win more titles. And that's, you know, um, my objective. I guess anyone's objective going into a tournament. You want to win some more hardware. But I'm I'm at the point where I don't need to prove anything to anyone. It's more proving it to myself, like how much further I can go. And just having fun and just trying to see if I can accomplish some personal goals that I haven't really um, pushed myself to do throughout the years. So,
2: that's a good perspective, yeah. but there's still the <laughs> body that you're going to have to be doing all this stuff in. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I'm 45, and so, you know, I got that six year head start on you, but I find out that, you, you know, the sport though it's our passion right yeah it does do a lot of crazy things to the body oh yeah the way how and tear. do you, how do you stay in in such good shape because we have the young Irish girls talking about you know when they first played you they were you know they had to think about it they were a little <laughs> afraid you know because you're tall and you're you're uh, you're very athletic and and you are focused and you know you're kind of like this force that they have to look up to uh, but you're still like that I mean, how do you how do you maintain that, and uh, at
3: least the philosophy through your brain? Um, you know what i i I want to say. I'm I'm part of it is is being you know like these things out of my control. You know, genetics and just you know my my family in general they're they're strong people. Even getting into age, you know, my mom, my dad they didn't they didn't look their age at all. Um, so I have that going for me in that respect. But I also do a lot of things to take care of myself a lot of high maintenance things so I'm working out and doing something physically active on a daily basis you know I make sure I eat a really good diet um, and I just try to stay really positive um, with a lot of things even though of course I can also be negative Nancy um, you know no. I can oh, yeah, I have my days but um, I just try to stay very positive and I also realize what my limits are you know um, and physically obviously you know and then you know, a lot of people might say, Oh, well, it's your age, but there are things that even at 25, I couldn't do that. If I'm trying to do it at 39, it's like, well, I could still try to do it, but realizing that it's not really an age thing. It's something that I didn't really incorporate into muscle memory or into my repertoire. So it's really just about maintaining what I already know how to do. And then just, um, yeah, just keeping sight of that. And then also like, I feel like I'm learning a lot more things mentally now than I did when I was younger I feel like my younger years were more about gaining all the physical you know necessities to carry out what I needed to do on the court and now I'm so many things that I'm just like oh that's how you hit a back wall shot oh that's how you set up to hit the shot with your left hand all these things that are kind of clicking in my mind that I couldn't have figured out I wasn't able to figure out five years ago even so it's just it's weird, weird it? how it's switching off to like I feel like my maturity level, my brain is developing. Like, whoa, it's amazing. Then the body goes <laughs> <But> the other <laughs> direction. <drink. body>
2: <laughs> it's to, not right.
3: Yes, and I already and I and I feel a little bits of it. You know, like um, fortunately for me, I haven't really been injury prone, which is another thing that's been on my side. But you know, the last um, year and a half, I was coming off of like a right shoulder injury, and it's gotten a lot better, and I can swing and do things that I wasn't able to do. But then it also keeps me in mind like, man, you know, now I have a little thing in my knee. Now there's a little thing in my lower back. So I just have to be mindful of what my body's telling me and not push myself on those days. But then when I can go for it, I go for it and rest. I rest a whole lot more than I used to.
2: So there it is. The words of wisdom. I wish you and I would have spoke two years ago about this. Why didn't I ask you? Oh, how come we didn't have this radio show?
3: I don't know. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Crazy. Our timekeeper
2: says we have seven and a half minutes. Oh my gosh. To are we going to sing a duet? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yes, we are. you be Tony actually. Bennett.
3: I'll be Lady Gaga. Hmm. I left my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you about this. What's next for Tracy? Um, what is next? Oh, my gosh. If I knew, <laughs> I would already know.
2: Ah, great. <laughs> okay, we have September's Vegas event. And then oh. after that, it's the U.S. Open of handball and the, the kickoff yep. of the women's race rate tour, as well as the men's R48 Pro, as well yeah. as the seniors. So we all start yeah. at the at the venue and have all, you know, the big three are going to be there. The seniors, oh, yeah. the, the, the elite men, and the women. And then it closes out in Salt Lake City. In April of 2017 with the same core, you know, triple threat that we have. Right. And it's going to be on ESPN. That's pretty cool.
3: I'm very excited. I remember seeing the posting that it was going to continue on ESPN um, 3, the upcoming season. And I saw all the different stops along the the way. Coeur d'Alene is in there. Salt Lake City is in there again. Um, I love the tournament at this US Open Super Green that's just a fantastic tournament so I'm really excited this upcoming season Um, in, all, in New York City once again at the New York Athletic Club so I'm really really excited to be going and, and, and be a part of it all over again you have the divisions and offering the women's pro divisions and all the other divisions as well so.
2: You can go online to find out more information about handball the sport that we play and that's kind of what brings us together here on oh, the yeah. radio cast and, and then you know, you can get information about the tournaments coming up. Use your tabs when, when we direct you to R two sports because you can get hotel discounts, you can find out prize money, how much it's gonna cost, you you can find out uh the schedule in a lot of cases of where you'll you'll have to be uh on certain days and and also the, the rules and the regulations. I, I know there's even more information than that. Oh, there's
3: a lot of inf- like I I recently started using the tabs too, and it was just like there's a lot of things I would shoot you text messages for and whatever. And now I'm just like, oh man, he was nice. I don't have to, to talk to Dave anymore. Yes, I can cut that out. of My secretary,
2: Mr. Vincent, <laughs> is no longer on my favorite fives, my fav five
3: on Verizon. So, now you're in town to see your daughter turning yes. 21 today. 21 said? years old. Well, she turned 21 on um, Saturday, so July 30th. Right. Yeah. Her
2: name is Nina. And I Nina. was thinking,
3: I didn't say this earlier, I don't know why, but
2: it was 524 years ago today, in 1492, when Christopher Columbus set sail for the Orient from Palo, Spain, with his three ships, the Nina, named that's what your daughter's oh, name is, wow. the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. And he ended up, discovering what they thought was america instead yeah the the voyage cost about seven thousand dollars back then you can only imagine that was probably a lot of money oh yeah three thousand for his three ships his personal salary of 300 a year oh wow hello and uh two dollars and fifty cents per crew member per month wow yeah yeah pretty crazy stuff so anyway i just only wanted to bring that up because your your daughter's name is nina and nina and And one of the ships it's her birthday and today is the 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 anniversary of that that crazy voyage where we all are today
3: and that's (laughs) what we that's what we do here we wrap up the show (laughs) (laughs) some amazing historical facts (laughs) you'll be on jeopardy too one day listeners so pay attention can't wait for that to happen (laughs) trace Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me.
2: This has been so much fun. The radio program. Next time we'll have you do the weather as well. Oh, thank you. We have plenty more to say, I know.
3: Yes. It'll be sunny today and for the rest of the year (laughs) in Tucson.
2: (laughs) We'll have another radio cast coming up with Dave Fink in a week or so, maybe even less than that, as we're going to try to crank at least one of these out a week. But I do appreciate the fact that you stopped by the studios. It's the radio cast with Dave and Dave, minus Dave, uh, still plus the other Dave, and also plus Tracy. So that's uh, basically, it's just Tracy's program now. You know, after all that minusing and plusing, you counsel each other out. I took that class once. I know what's going on. Tracy, thank you for stopping by. I need to just shut
0: my mouth now. It's time to go. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. The WPH $200,000 Race for 8 Professional Handball Tour is back. Top handball players, qualifiers, senior 40-plus men, and women's elite will participate alongside amateurs, age division, juniors, and skill-level players at multiple stops beginning in October of 2016, running through April of seventeen, From the simple green U.S. Open of handball through Salt Lake City's Players' Championship, the WPH Live TV film crew will be airing matches on ESPN 3 and the Watch ESPN app with hopes you come out and play or help promote this amazing game by sharing each event's broadcast schedule. To gather the full schedule, go to www.wphlive.tv and use your tabs. Select Elite Handball and then click the schedule, news, rankings, and more. Come join the WPH on the courts this season.
3: We talk sports.
0: Dave and Dave on TuneIn Radio.